right. Good morning. Welcome to our podcast. We're very excited that you're here. This week our scripture is Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, which is holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I said that wrong. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You are to prove. You are to prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God for your life. That is your journey. Your journey on this earth is to prove that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. All Jesus wanted to do was the will of the Father who had sent him. That's our job. Why did you send me here, God? What is my purpose? Open the doors. Show me what to do. Tell me what to say. I'm here. I'm available for your use. That is what we're here for. We don't want to be conformed to this world. <clears throat> I know the world is um, very demanding. The enemy is very demanding. He wants everything his way. He does not want you to think outside the box. He does not want you to do something else. He wants you to do things his way. He's got a plan. He set it in action. He's trying to train you by teaching you every little thing. He controls. I realized yesterday I was watching a news clip. My husband wanted to show me something that was going on, and I do not like to watch the news at all because it's so biased. It's never just what's actually happening. It's always somebody's manipulative narrative. But he showed me how when somebody gets in trouble, the government, the People, the powers that be, not our people, not our government officials, the powers, the spiritual wickedness behind what's going on right now, even influences people that you don't think have anything to do with it. He was showing me how a certain real estate app changed the value of somebody's property to benefit a political party who is trying to come against the other political party. And they influenced a realtor app to make a false statement on their website to back up who they're trying to support. They're, I'm, I'm releasing truth in Jesus' name. I want truth. I declare truth. I'm a revel, uh, revelation knowledge. Just a revival of a movement of truth to be poured out in America where people will see things for what they actually are instead of the narrative that the way the enemy has them going. If all you do is sit around and believe all this stuff on media, oh my word. And they have your attention because they can capture it with everything from popping pimples to children calling 911 to, I mean, just cheating on each other, just drama and just all this stuff. And they keep your attention captured 24 hours a day. And then when they want to tell you something that they want you to believe, they slip it in there and you just buy it. And if you don't have the word of God rightly discerning the things that you're seeing and the things that you're learning and the things that you're hearing, you'll believe that mess. 
there's so much confusion and chaos in Jesus' name that we're binding. We bind it. I speak peace. I speak clarity. I speak unity in Jesus' name over this nation, over our lives. And I believe that there is a movement happening right now that things are turning back around. But I'm telling you, there is a fight for your soul. The enemy wants to have your thought life. He wants to control the direction of your thoughts. That is your soul. And you're supposed to be saving your soul. You're supposed to be capturing those high thoughts that are against God and bringing them down into captivity. Checking each thought that you're having. Is that God or is that the enemy? Is that the world? There was a certain song, and I'm telling you, I don't even know why, but I was listening to it one day, and the Lord said, don't listen to that song anymore. And do you know what? A couple days later, I just wanted to show it to somebody. So I turned it back on and listened to it, because I didn't think there was anything wrong in the song. I didn't think there was anything bad about it. I didn't know why God told me not to listen to it anymore, and I was just going to show a friend. So I played it. And then I showed her one more time because we wanted to show her somebody's reaction to it. And those two times, do you know I fought for four days to get that song out of my spirit? And then I realized that song was very hurt and used and abused. And I didn't even snap to it. I thought he was just being opinionated. But I realized what spirit was behind the fall that he was going through, the experience that he had been expressing. And I realized that that spirit was trying to get a hold of me and make me feel hopeless, make me feel like there's not something I can do about it. I am the only one that can do something about it. A born-again, spirit-filled Christian, we're the only hope this world has. We are the only ones with the power to do something about what's going on in this world. But do you know what? If the church is sitting around being conformed to the way the world thinks, oh, we're victims. Oh, they're doing us wrong. Oh, you know, it's not fair. Oh, they're against me. Oh, they won't let me do what I want to do. Oh, if we're thinking like they want us to think, if we conform to that defeated person that's just going to sit there and let the devil run roughshod over all of us, then he's going to control the world. That's how it works. He has no power and authority, so he has to hijack your power and authority. And he can do that if he can get you in a state of hopelessness and then use your words and your actions and the things you're saying and doing to create the world that he's trying to keep you under. You can stop it. When you have the thought that, oh man, I'm never going to be successful. I know you had the thought, but it wasn't your thought. The Bible says the fiery darts of the wicked. He's sitting somewhere shooting thoughts at your mind. And when you, when you hear a thought, oh, you're never going to amount to anything. The Bible says capture it and bring it into subjection. I mean, capture it and arrest it like a criminal. Don't sit there and entertain it. And start crying and feeling sorry for yourself. Oh, poor me. Don't do that. That's what he wants you to do. 
you speak the truth against it. That's where you're going to sacrifice. That's the sacrifice, which is holy and acceptable unto God. Because you're feeling that way. Everything in your flesh is telling you, poor you, poor you. Oh, man. And you're feeling all, oh. The sacrifice is to neglect that feeling. Put that on an altar. Let, just let it be done with. And say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The favor of God surrounds me like a shield. God goes before me and he opens doors and he makes a way where there is no way. He opens doors that no man can shut. And when you start saying the truth, you transform. You transform. You're no longer conforming to the world. You're becoming what God says you are. You're proving what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You're going to get victory. There is such a high on that. You know, everybody even wants to hijack all the things about God. What Miller Lite says, they're the high life. They're not the high life. Coca-Cola says, they're the real thing. They're not the real thing. You got all these people out there claiming to be the answer to what you're facing. They want you just to get drunk. They want you just to fill up on sugar and caffeine and numb yourself out. They want you to take drugs and get on prescriptions. And they're just going to show you a prescription every 20 minutes on TV. They want to numb you down so you'll sit there and feel sorry for yourself. That's the sacrifice. I could sit here and feel sorry for myself. And let me tell you what, sometimes when you're sitting around feeling sorry for yourself, it's nice. It feels good to your flesh. Your flesh loves it. Sacrifice your flesh. Say, not today, flesh. Because when you follow it and you submit to it, he gets ownership over you. He gets rulership over you. The unseen little, this little, they're nothing. But they have the power of feeding you thoughts. And when they do that, if you accept them, you're the one with the power. When you agree with it and start saying it, you create it. He doesn't have the power to create it in your life. He just has the power to give you the thought so you'll say it. Because when you say it, that's when the power to create the thing happens. Do you understand that? You're the one created in the image of God. He looked out and he could have said, man, it's so dark. He could have just been in his feelings. He could have just conformed. Oh, it's just so dark. That ain't what he did. He said, light be. But if he would have said, it's so dark, it would still be dark today. Because he's upholding the world by the word of his power, the Bible says. Everything that's going on in this world right now is being upheld by God's word. And when you say God's word, you not only stop the assignment that the enemy has for you, but all of a sudden you change it. And now you're going to create real victory. 
Now you've got your opportunity to prove that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now you're operating like a king. Now you're operating like a ruler. Now all of a sudden, you're a child of God. And the enemy's so scared of you. You cannot be conformed to the world. We cannot just sit around and act like they do and think your life is going to be any different from theirs because it will not be. And I know your children right now, and you don't have a concept fully about what I'm saying, but I promise you, at some point in your life, you will be sitting somewhere and you'll be thinking, I am not okay living like this. This is meaningless. And you're going to do something about it. And what are you going to do? You're going to do what I'm saying because I'm teaching you truths that will change your life and set you on a course for victory. And I'm not only trying to teach you, I'm trying to teach as many people listen to this podcast. I'm trying to teach as anybody that will listen to me. Because I sat in that, I sat in that seat not getting dressed. I stayed in my pajamas all day long. I would be drinking beer by noon. I would have my cigarettes going all day long, my Dr. Pepper and my cupcakes, and I'd lay around on the sofa and just watch soap operas and watch Jerry Springer and Phil Donahue and Oprah Winfrey and watch all these people that have really messed up lives. The reason you watch somebody that has a messed up life is because your life is horrible and you want to look at somebody's life that's worse than yours so at least you can feel good about where you're at today. And that's what I used to do. I used to sit and watch these people that had horrible lives. And that's what we're doing on Twitter. We're sitting around watching somebody else popping their pimples, feeling good about the fact that I don't have 2,000 big black heads on my face. I feel good about myself because I haven't had to call 911 because they didn't find my children locked up in a dog cage somewhere. The whole world is trying to feed your flesh. They're trying to feed you feeling you're fine just like you are. Nothing's working for you. It's somebody else's fault. They don't like you. There are people of every color, shape, size, intellectual level. There are people of every single possible background, ethnicity, language, every, there are successful people in every single area of life. And somebody else could take the cards you've been dealt, your home life, your financial situation, your opportunities. Somebody could take what you're dealt and they would be successful with it. I don't want you to fall in that trap. We're not going to be conformed to the world. We are nothing like them. The Bible says we are, we are a new thing, a new creature. We are the aliens. They're looking for aliens. Honey, we're here. We're here. They're looking for supernatural people. That's us. They're just waiting to, for us to figure out who we are. The whole world. The Bible 
says it groans. The whole world is groaning, <coughs> waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God. The whole world is groaning and travailing, waiting for somebody to stand up and lead them out of that mess. And that's our part. Amen. That's our part to play. And you're going to do it in many different ways. Every single one of us are completely so unique. I love, Pastor's been talking about a puzzle. This plan that God has is like a giant puzzle, okay? And no two pieces are alike. No two pieces are cut alike. No two pieces look alike. Every single person is completely unique. But without every single piece, the picture is not finished. Does that make sense? Your peace is never going to look like anybody else's peace. When it comes time in your life to play your peace, it's not going to look like what anybody else has ever done. But you're going to know it's what you should do. And when you know that it's what you should do, play your peace. Play it. Put your peace in the puzzle. When God calls on you to do something, do it. Do it. Amen? And that's how you prove the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You help complete God's plan. And it may you may have a small piece. You may have a big piece. I don't know. Only the Lord and you know. And you know what? By being afraid of it, and by acting like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. That hasn't worked for anybody. Because it's who you are. It's who you are. What do you think a cat's going to do today? Right? What is a cat going to do today? Scratch, stretch, lick, eat, sleep. Right? Because that's what cats do. Children of God, they rule. They dominate. They run the world. They're powerful. They heal. They deliver. They restore. They set the captives free. That's what we do. That's who we are. And I can go act like I'm like somebody else. I can go pretend I'm a dog. I can pretend I'm a dog for a long time. I had this friend of mine when I was in school. She thought she was a horse. She ran around on all fours day and night. If you saw her running down the street, she was on all fours, and she could go fast. She wanted to be a horse. But she wasn't a horse. And finally one day she had to stand up. Right? I mean, when she's a child, that was one thing, but then she had to grow up, right? She couldn't get away with running like a horse through the high school. <clears throat> when the time comes, be who you were created to be. Do it. It'll be the best decision you ever did make. Okay? All right. Praise God. Thank you again so much for joining us today. For more information about Dolly Barker Ministries, you can go to dollybarker.com. 
Um, Check me out on all the social media platforms, and I'm very grateful for you listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.